This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Rhodes? Well, we're going, we don't need Rhodes. Goes along for Stephen Fletcher again, two surrounds, but he flicks it on. Rhodes has oh, a oh, What a finish that was from Jordan Rhodes. That's what Jordan Rhodes used to do at Huddersfield, what he did throughout his career at Blackburn Rovers. That's what you're used to, that's what you're expecting, that's what we've got here. He tries to pass it into Fletcher. He's in a great position. He's got it again to aim it to the centre. Oh! It's Rhodes again. John Rhodes with a header. John becomes two. Like I say, you get one by those buses, those big red buses. Two come along all at once. The ball goes forward now from That's the corner. Great That's a great ball, ball from Palmer. Oh! I think it hits Morgan Fox in the centre of the goal. Still not away. Oh! What a finish that is! It's Jordan Rhodes with the hat-trick! Acrobatics, it flies in! I just had to double-check myself then. What a day he's having! What a day Wednesday are having! Jordan Rhodes gets his hat-trick! Comes in now, Wednesday connect with this one, it's bouncing around, there's a chance, and Wednesday put it in, it's gone, I think Fletcher might get a touch and celebrating like he did, I think initially it was Tom Lees who attacked the ball, Fletcher just flicks at it, and uh, it's somehow gone through, and just before half-time, Wednesday have another goal, Fletcher gets in on the act, and Forrest, well how do they come back from this, because I tell you what, the Forrest look fell to me. A very professional job from Sheffield Wednesday and a clean sheet to boot. Hello and welcome to the uh, to the latest episode, the second episode after our brief hiatus to the Wednesday week. Uh, welcome for joining. Thank you for joining us uh, once again. Now, very rarely on this show do I get to. Um, talk about something that's upbeat because a lot of the time we get let down but uh this week it's all going to be upbeat it's all going to be 
how great we are. There's not going to be any talk about the EFL or about, you know, sale of this and sacking of that. It's all going to be good news about matters on the field. Isn't that right, Ashley? Oh, it is indeed. Uh, but I, I think this is my second time on the trot, so I'm I'm beginning to think I'm the Jordan Road. You know, been out of it a while, come back, <laughs> been given a go. And next week, I'm just going to smash an hat-trick. Is, oh, is, it, is that your plan? Is that your plan? That's my plan, yeah. It? So good, good evening, Daniel. <laughs> How's it going, mate? You all right? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Yeah, good. Um, Ashley, I've got a quick question for it. T or F, uh, true or false? Um, Nottingham Forest on Saturday were so poor, you could see them begging for change outside the train station. <laughs> <laughs> there was nearly a food bank gag in there, but it's too close to an election, so uh, I put someone else in. Uh, what, what, what do you reckon, true or false? Well, uh, looking at the uh, the score, then I would most definitely say uh, uh, true. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It probably, is, probably yeah, <laughs> sat sat next to uh, Mr. Corbin with a begging bowl. <laughs> what did Eddie call him last week? The uh, magic grandpa. Now, sorry in the background if you can hear some jangling. Uh, my cats are just having a tear up at the minute, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, but you hear him giggling on the line. Simon's with us once again. Again, two weeks on the bounce, Simon. I mean, uh, you, uh, you're like um, what's his name at Spurs, son. You know what I mean? You've come in for your uh, for a League Cup appearance and then now you seem to be a first-team regular nowadays, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd tell you what, I know I went... I, I think on my uh, bio on Twitter it says something like uh, substitute podcaster, but I'm starting to get uh, <laughs> ideas above my station. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I might be uh, part exchanging the old Ford Fiesta in and buying a Ferrari next week if this carries well, on. <laughs> Hold tight, hold tight. <laughs> Simon, I've got, a, I've got one big question for you. It's, it's one that everybody's asking in the streets. True or false? It's mm-hmm. been so long since Jordan Rhodes scored a goal, there was only two ex-Sheffield United players who got in trouble with the police. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, it usually is. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I even forget what the answer is nowadays. I, you know, somebody just says true, and I say yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, but um, Neil, Neil Shipple is with a hand trick, not a hat trick. Pontus. Yeah, we get in tonight? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, uh, I, I feel that Dan's we could get got a book of them. Now you see, I. Yeah, see what you've done there is it's like uh, it's like bowling for soup. Are they bowling on behalf of soup, or are they bowling in order to obtain soup? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> have I got a book of wank jokes, or have I got a book of wank jokes? Do you know what I mean? Like you know, we, <laughs> which one is it? I'd which one? Money, you don't know. I'd put my money on both, to be honest. <laughs> Either way, the pages are stuck together. <laughs> oh. oh, Dave, you're wrong. Anyway, are you all right, Dave? How's it going, pal? Coming in here, yes, knob gag well. straight away. I love that wanking gag. First first moment on for a while, <laughs> we've got a wanking gag in. Well, I've been watching and waiting in the shadows. I've been like Rasmus waiting to be called upon, and uh, here uh, I am, I'm back. Oh. Uh, there we go. Thank you. Thank you for following right. that. Just me and you. <laughs> yeah, I got the backing, got the backing vocals on your gag there, mate. So, uh, Dave, how's it going? You all right, pal? I'm not here from you in a while. Yes. You all right? All very good here and um, reasonably cheerful with everything in uh, S6. So, yes, good time to be back on. Well, we'll get there just in a moment after I've got the one big question that's, uh, that's on everybody's lips. Uh, Dave, true or false? So many people left at half time on Saturday, the fire brigade turned up thinking that someone triggered the alarm. 
<laughs> this is this is true, absolutely one hundred percent true. It it is true, yes, of course it's Ooh. true. I mean, wh- why wouldn't it be? There was a lot of people not there for the second half, wasn't there? So, as you probably uh, knew, as you probably found out, as you probably watched, uh, Jordan Rhodes was on the uh, was on the score sheet three times. Uh, we in a ridiculous first half from Sheffield Wednesday, where we'd scored four goals in 40, 40 minutes. And uh, everybody decided they uh, they wanted to get out the cold from the city ground in the uh, in the red side of it. So, um, Dave, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll come to you first, brother. Uh, did you have a bet on that one or what, pal? Um, I still didn't have a bet on four 0 and a Rhodes hat trick. Kind of, uh, I've seen somewhere circulated on social media that somebody had had the audacity mm. to put a, a quid. I think it might have been, but it was like two hundred to one. But no, um, a game like that. You're thinking, you know, Forest are a good team, or at least supposed to be, but I think they've got quite a good record. I've, I've not checked back through, but I seem to have recollections of good results there in the past. And I just, it just didn't seem like they turned up whatsoever. And I don't know if it's Wednesday playing really, really well or Forest playing crap, but um, amazing, fantastic, great result. And um, no, I didn't foresee that at all. It wouldn't have, I wouldn't have picked betting on Wednesday. Um, it's a good job because I would get it wrong every single week. <laughs> yeah, I, what I noticed is last week when we recorded this show, I didn't trouble Ash or Simon for a um, for a prediction. And uh, well, it's, I've saved you some blushes there, haven't I, Si? Uh, yeah, just a tad. <laughs> no, I thought it was... I, I, um, I, uh, if anybody saw my tweets on Saturday, I have um, missed two gay away games with my mates this season. Um, and the two games that I missed uh, away were Middlesbrough and Nottingham Forest. The two games I made were West Brom and uh, Blackburn. Now, just have a look at the results there, and maybe I'm not going to a single away game again this season. <laughs> uh, um, no, I, I was following it on Twitter like I do. I don't like to listen to it, and um, I actually thought there was something wrong with my phone. Um, yeah. I thought he kept repeating this. Oh, oh, Jordan Rose has scored. Oh, that must be a repeat from, from, hang on a minute. What, what's this? And then, um, certain people and then my mate texted me and said, I need to go and have a lay down in a darkened room. Um, what to but, go and do with Neil Shipperley? <laughs> yeah, quite literally to do a Neil Shipley. I'd have laid down in a lit room to do a Neil Shipley after that <laughs> result. Um, <laughs> Didn't, but but I tell you what, I've I've watched the goals again and again and again. I'm sure we all have. That, what three fantastic, well taken goals, uh, and they say a perfect hat trick, left foot, right foot header. So yeah. just and 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 that is the player we signed three years ago. Now yes, that, is that's, that, that's is what that, we're is, I'm not. Yeah, is I'm not making the swallow. You know, summer isn't come from one swallow, so to speak. Um, let's see what happens now. But we did talk about him last week and how well he played against Brentford and how well he played um, against Derby. So was it something coming? Does um, Gary Monk have this ability to turn mediocre or strikers who are struggling into decent strikers? I bloody well hope so, because if we have him and Fletcher scoring up front, then... I know you didn't want to mention the EFL, but I don't think we need to worry about them because we're, we're going to be heading up that league quite rapidly because we've been playing really well but not scoring, haven't we? And we've discussed this. Mm-hmm. We discussed it last week. We've, we've been playing really, really well but not scoring. We've played really, really well for 45 minutes and we put them to the sword. And by half-time, the game was done, wasn't it? 
I tell you what, benefit of retrospect, if I'd have known that that was going to be the result, I'd have left at bloody half time. Now, mm. Ash, the um, I, I I assume I'm assuming on behalf of a lot of people here that the um, there is a huge chunk of the Sheffield Wednesday fan base that really, really, maybe not so much in in recent months, but really wanted this move for for the Jordan Rhodes coming to Sheffield Wednesday to turn on its head and. There can't be many people not over the moon for the lad now. I mean, I was buzzing for him. Oh, yes, mate. Yeah, I, I, I was the same. I mean, same as Simon. There's two away games that I've uh, failed to get to. And, uh, yeah, one was Middlesbrough, which, yeah, was uh, quite a good game. And last week as well. So oh. I like Simon. I'm going to be stood next to Simon in the pub in Sheffield <laughs> and not bother going to the away game. Because if both me and Simon don't bother, it's going to be 4 0 every week. So, I'll uh, take that. I'll take that. Yeah. And probably every, everybody else as well. Yeah. Don't mind. Yeah. Simon and Ash don't go. Whoever they are, anyway, they can stay. But no, I'm, I'm uh, like, like, Simon, like Simon and David said, we, we, we're all seeing or the, the the green shoot, shall we say, of uh, mm. the Jordan Rhodes of uh, yesteryear. I know he's only he's still a young man compared to uh, us guys, but um, yeah, that's what that's what we allegedly paid the twelve million for. That's the and you, you see the goals as well. They, oh. they weren't goals that just come out like I think someone said a couple of weeks ago. Um, we just want one to go in off his ass, and it, they weren't even them. No, they, they were, were good goals. goals. The yeah. first one is a well taken. Second header, which we all know in his past, that's that's bread and butter for him. And the third, that well, that, that I think that was just that that shouted confidence. That yes. was just confidence that yes, I scored one, I scored two, I might as well just go for it. And yeah, it it went in, brilliant. Um, and I think that's what he needed. I think, like I said, we all wanted him to get a goal, but to get three. His confidence must be sky high. And yes, Dan, I can't imagine. Oh, I can actually, because we all know what social media is like. They're <laughs> still going to be the idiots that, oh, can't believe we paid so much money. It's crap. And all this, all that. Um, and I think I saw something on Sky, uh, on Sky Bet, I think, tweeted that it was his first goal for 336 games. Uh, wow. Days games. I was going to say games. Not, it's not. It's not new. <laughs> <laughs> but but then you got all the Norwich guys tweeting saying actually no, it's the, his first goals for Wednesday. He scored quite a few for us on loan, which he scored a few, not quite a few. He scored a couple. Mm. But that's what he needs. He needs good run of games, which, like we said, alluded to last week, uh, he's had two pretty good games without being. Magnificent. He's he's played well. We can see the shoots. And then last last week it was just everything clicked. And I think I think it will be a confidence thing for him. I think uh, I've got to give a shout out to uh, Reach for the second the cross. Mm-hmm. Oh uh, yes, superb. I, I, yes, I, I, yes. I think I think we uh, <clears throat> when we when we signed like um, Harris and Murphy, and we got two wingers. And we're thinking, oh my god, wingers. We've been crying out for them for roads. He loves them. Loves it, and we haven't really. It, it hasn't really come for him in the last couple of games, but yeah, Reach picked him out with a peacher, and like I say, with his air, easy header for him, really. But he has to get there. Of course, and I think I think from now on, like you say, Fletcher still he's still get, got his goal as well. 
his confidence must be buzzing. And if he's got a partner outside of him that's got a few. Because uh, I think, like, where he's been playing one up front or he's been playing with Rhodes who, uh, and he's the only one getting the goals, there's a massive pressure on him. So I think mm. now now Rhodes has got a few, a couple, well, three goals, joint second highest goal scorer. Um, that Fletcher, he'll do Fletcher a world of good because he hasn't got that massive pressure now. Of he's got to score because if he doesn't score, we don't win. Absolutely, and that's what it's that's what it's been in the last six seven games. Absolutely, now so, we, yeah, we we spoke before on the show, Dave, about um about Stephen Fletcher and about about Jordan Rhodes. Now uh, it might have been last season I was speaking about Rhodes. We always in this country we have this belief that there has to be a big guy and a little guy up front. And uh, when you look back through Jordan Rhodes' career, when he plays up front. He actually plays better with a big guy. For example, Rudikus yeah. Gestead. Do you know what I mean? And a and a and a head winner. Do you think that the formation of four four two is something that's really suiting us as a team and of Rhodes himself? I think I think that it's got to be because, like you say, that's probably what has been the problem. I think I've always thought since Rhodes came to Wednesday. Uh, even in his Middlesbrough days, that when he's gone from that prolific Huddersfield Blackburn spell, sort of, I don't know, 2012, 13, 14, whenever it was, um, 442 has gone out of fashion since then for 451, just across football as a whole. And that's seen the decline, maybe coincidentally, but with Rhodes' goal scoring form. And it was almost like he'd fallen out of fashion, fallen out of style because of the way he, he's prolific, which is like you say, with somebody else that can take. It's not that he's not capable in the air. It's not that he's, you know, it's not that he's a fast, quick man. He is, you know, he's a normal sort of height guy, but he's quite good in the air. But I think with, with Fletcher, it's partly just taking half the kicking. You know, look at the goal that he scored for the first goal where Fletcher's Fletcher's gone there to win the header. He's attracted the centre back and he's just taken a bit of a, a nudge in the back mm. to get the, that little flick on. And that's when Rhodes is then he's not having to think too much about it. He's not having to lead that line purely by himself and he can score goals then without thinking about it. Ash has made a good point about sort of the confidence this brings. Those two goals he scored, goal one and goal two, he didn't need to think about it. The flick on was there, it was on it, didn't have to look up, put it in the corner, found it. The second one, the reach ball, again, it's bread and butter for him. He didn't have so long to think about it. It didn't, you know, oh, should I take it now or should I get a bit closer? Just instinct. And because of those two, he scores the third one. Mm-hmm. So we're roads. If you can get him into a four-four-two with this confidence that he's carrying, and teams don't necessarily know whether we're going to go Fletcher up front with three, with you know like sort of three attacking players, or we're going to play a straight four-four-two and look to get balls in the box, and either one of them can get the goals, that that's probably going to be Wednesday's strength going forward. Because if you're setting up uh, your defences, your opposition going well, we don't know if they're just going to lead the line with Fletcher, bring Rhodes on later on if needs to be and go two up, or they're going to start with two up. Um, so I'd like to see. Rhodes carrying on in this formation. We don't. It doesn't look like him leading the line himself works. Norwich played that way with Pookie leading the line. It, mm-hmm. So although he picked up one or two goals, he didn't force his way into the team permanently. But on this form, in this formation, with decent deliveries into the box and a good big frontman to play alongside rather than just off. Yeah, it, this could be it. This could be the Rhodes we're looking for. Hopefully, absolutely, absolutely. Now, Simon, I'll. Uh... I was listening to the podcast from uh, two weeks ago. Uh, you were with Eddie, uh, Eddie and Vic, if I remember rightly. I don't think it was two weeks ago. I think it was about six because we. Yeah, uh, it probably was, actually. <laughs> we had yeah. the holiday, didn't we? 
Now, it was just after we had the uh, the nightmare of uh, not having Barry Bannon on the pitch. And uh, you mm-hmm. were talking specifically about uh, <laughs> Joey Pelopessi's corner delivery, I think it was. Uh, on that, oh, I don't God. know if you remember the game on that one. Um, uh, so that would be... Blackburn was it? Blackburn? It was, yeah. yeah we, just, we just away. lost against yeah. we just lost against Blackburn, and yeah. uh, you, yeah, you yeah, were yeah. talking you were talking specifically about Barry Bannon and his delivery. I mean, yes, the the the, the balls into the box and and the way Bannon's playing. You also spoke about his um, his temperament seems to have been stifled somewhat, not in a negative way, like in a really positive way. Like instead of him kicking off and shouting, he's the one. That, do you do you feel? Do you still? maintain that uh, that opinion of, of of young Barry of little Barry of of how he's become a different player under Gary Monk and and has his delivery got better yes um I, I, I think he's matured over the last um 18 months I think it might have started before Gary Monk came in um but he, he, he's slightly less fiery um he, he he looks at the bigger picture. I think. I mean, obviously, there was some absolutely brilliant shit housing when uh, in front of the Forest fans. Mm-hmm. On uh, I can't remember what it was. Was it when uh, I can't remember? It was the overhead kick from Rose. The corner or, from the overhead kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The corner from the overhead kick, and he proper gave it to him. Which we've got to have some of that. That passion that we've we've lacked for a while now um, on the pitch, but. But also as well, I think he's thinking the bigger picture now. I think he's thinking the, the, the long game. Some of his back passing still frustrates me, but his attacking and forward play really, really, I really like that. And 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 you can guarantee when we're in when we're in that sit back mode, he's always one of the ones to chase out and chase the ball down and 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 and, and, and press people. Um I th- I think he's really matured as a player. And I also think his heart's at Wednesday as well. I think he's found a home now. Now I think he's been a bit of a a bit of a nomad with teams and and not really taken to teams and and I think he's become I, I can only say that we seem to have these players don't we we seem to get these players at, at Wednesday where they come and and they're been a bit of a, a nomad they've been a bit unwanted at other teams um, Hutch is a similar sort of player and 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 they then they become part of Wednesday and 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 they almost pretty much want to end their career at Hillsborough don't they whether it be uh, uh, look at Bully. You know he left, but he's come back. I I just think we're, we we seem to be this club that players fall in love with and want to stay. And I think Bannon's one of those. I don't know what everybody else thinks, but I I, I really time, do think time, that he's, got, he's, time has got to be right on this, Ante, because I mean yeah. he's has he not just settled down and had a kiddie. He's got his big mm. Paul Fletcher there. Apparently, um, Bannon had a lot of swing getting Fletcher to come to Wednesday because he was on his uh-huh. way somewhere else. When so. If you think about it, I mean, there's probably stages everyone's been in their life where they've worked and, you know, things are just going right at home with your personal life. You've got your yeah. colleague working alongside and it's just a good time. It's just a good, he's just in a good place in his life. It would appear to be and that would maybe then lead to why he's calmed down a bit with his temperament and he, he is just, he's not having to think about it. It's just, it's coming dead easy and yeah. we're reaping yeah. the benefit of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you just you just hope long, long, long may that continue. I think as long as you keep Bannon and Fletcher together and happy and things like that are going well, then everybody else is going to step their game up. I mean, how many mm-hmm. other players around about have, have started finding that form and that consistency? Mm-hmm. Um, or probably off the back that our, our better players have also found theirs and they've stepped up. You know, your Morgan Foxes of the world or your Iorfas yeah. and what have you. Yeah, yeah. 
I think you've got to look, I mean, you were talking about Jordan Rhodes as well. I mean, he's just, I think his wife's just had a baby as well, hasn't he? He's going into his next sort of part of his life. But in regards to him, him playing him as well, I think um, we've now got two, up until Rhodes starting to look quite sharp, we had one striker, didn't we? And 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 so if you were marking um, Fletcher out of the game, that, that basically nullified any threat up front. We've got two players now who look like the sharp and, Guaranteed, when we go into the game on on Sunday against Bristol, that they they won't be concentrating just on Fletcher. They'll be concentrating on Rhodes, which is great because they can only do you know. There's only so much that these defenders and midfielders can do, which then opens the game up for other players as well. So having having two strikers on form is is only a good thing for Wednesday. It, it really is. It, it it hopefully if they carry on, you know, it, it just creates more space. Um, and it creates more attacking availability for other players on the pitch, Reach, uh, Luongo. You know, it just gives us that little bit more from midfield as well. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, I, I, uh, I it's nice to see. It, it feels like uh, two informed strikers seemed to be the last piece of the jigsaw puzzle, didn't it? Um, Ash, uh, I, I, I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this. Uh, did you Were you concerned of the last 10 minutes like we spoke about last week or did you feel like we'd exercise that hoodoo? Oh, you're all right. You know, we're falling up. You thought 10 minutes, we, we can't fuck it up now, can we? Yeah, no, you've, you've, you, yeah, you're right there, Dan. No, I, I think, I think, I think, uh, I think the last forty-five minutes I was all right. <laughs> no, I, the, <laughs> pure, purely because, yeah, we we played really well, and Forest just just didn't even bother, did they? Um, there was nothing. I, I think um, I was really. I, t- I tell you, I know we've just been on about the attacking threat and and the form of of Rhodes and, and Fletcher, but I think Dawson in the net as well. Mm. I think I've, I've got to give yes. a big shout out to him because I think over the last 18 months, uh, and I know he had last season, beginning of last season, he, he had his boo boys and every, you know, with, with the other guy that shall not be named. Um, he had his issues and, and things, but I think this season when he's come in, uh, he looks a, a different goalkeeper to me. For what I've what I've seen of him, yeah. he looks more confident now. I, I don't know if that's obviously um, something with the manager or his training or thing. But before, when Westwood's not played, I've always gone, "Oh bloody hell! All right, okay." Um, ah, uh, but no, uh, his his last couple of games is is been uh, is been really good, and I, I think that's that's a really good sign for Wednesday as well. Um, we've got. We look like we we're gonna get starting to form a solid back five, mm-hmm. should we call it, um, with another outstanding performer uh, I offer. Now, when he first came to Wednesday, he's like, "I want to play centre back," and everyone's going, "Nah, shut up, man! You're a right back. Look <laughs> at you." And he's played played his first couple of games at right back, and he was up and down, and that, and he's like, "Mate, he's a solid right." Back. And then it's like, "Don't play him centre back. What are you talking about?" I tell you what, he's been one of the most improved players. If not, just just he's come out for me. It's come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You could see he's got he's got the pace. We know that, but I think his positioning and uh, his recovery, which is a good thing. I know you don't always want recovery because it means you're out of position. But we're, defenders are always going to make them bad decisions or wrong decisions, should we say? So his recovery is brilliant. Uh, and he looks commanding. 
really impressed with him. So I think, and we've said before, Fox uh, is is obviously he's getting interest from all these other clubs, uh, if you believe Twitter, mm. um, that are interested in that, and that's a full circle for him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I mean, uh, really impressed with the defence, and and I think uh, I think we are from from now on the last, like I said, the last we're unbeaten in five, uh, the last. Ooh, like I said, six, seven games. It's uh, got got the signs of a, a good team Absolutely. building with everyone, everyone getting the confidence from everyone else. Oh yeah, and that dressing room, that dressing room must be buzzing. It must be a really because for for us on the outside and for me, sorry, I, I can't I can't see, and you will never know, but you, you just don't really see people that you think are going to cause upset in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. I know there's going to be players that aren't going to be playing week in, week out that might be a bit pissed. But I think that that will help. We've said goals, clean sheets, all help, and just little bits of everything putting together. I think it's 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 looking good. I'm, I'm really, like I say, I, I was not worried one bit. And I don't, from when the first goal went in, I don't think I was worried from there. What I was watching at Forest. Mm-hmm. Um, on, on my nondescript paid for streaming service. <laughs> but, but weren't we saying, but lads, weren't we saying this last week and the week before about the fact that the issues we had with this last minute team scoring was actually down to the fact that we weren't putting teams to the sword in the first half. Oh, yeah. We weren't You're right. scoring lots of yeah, goals definitely. and, putting, and putting, yeah. putting, 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 putting chances away. And, and, and we've done it a couple of times now, Middlesbrough and, and, and Forest, we've put those chances away. And that's it, done then. And then we don't have the shitty jittery 10 minutes at the end because, to be honest, <laughs> unless we're Leeds United, we're not going to consider... <laughs> City shitty jittery, there you go, there's your name. Shitty jittery. <laughs> right, but, we, but, but we're not Leeds, are we? We're not going to throw away... Oh, oh fucking hell. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. Bloody rubbish. Um, but we've not been doing it and we've threatened to do it now for... I would say half a dozen games now. So actually, we're battering teams, but not scoring. And 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 if we can now we score, and look, it's only one game, isn't it? It's one game. We, we, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. Know, so let's not get too carried away. But but look, we've we've been threatening to do this for a while now. Then then in effect, in the second half and towards the last ten minutes, you four nil up. You can you can sit back a little bit. I mean, I don't like it, and I don't like sitting for the last ten minutes going fuck you now. This is getting a bit. Arse twitchy, but we, we, by the by the time you get to that, you know, half time four nil up, half the crowd leave. You're pretty much defeated the team, haven't you? Because yeah. half the crowd have left what as do, well. What do you say to them at half time? Uh, if you're the gaffer, what do you say at half time? What do you say to them? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want exactly. five. I want six. Yeah, I want stop seven. being shit at yeah. football. Get out of there. And... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, 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 but also, I think what you said, Simon, like what what we saw on uh, against Derby, where we yes. had. Uh, Loads of chances yes. first half. Should have buried them. Oh, loads. Buried them. Should have buried them, and yeah. obviously we paid for it. Yes. Whereas against Forest, we we got the first goal, brilliant, and then there wasn't any of that because I've always thought that Wednesday. I know it's a cliche, and I fucking hate cliches, but you are <laughs> more likely to concede five minutes after yes. you've scored because yes. you switch off, mm. and we didn't see that. And mm. I've always thought that for the last few games of Wednesday, when they've scored, it's been like, ooh, and the, the, the opposition have had attack and the bloody sixes and sevens in the defence 
and we didn't see that. Mm. And then obviously the second goal come fairly quickly, and the third, and the fourth, and then you thought, that's it, definitely game over. Yeah, no team could come out second, well, apart from Cardiff, uh, <laughs> and come out and um, and recover from that. So really happy, and I, th- I thought that is a, a a solid, solid performance that everybody. Um, put a shift in for the mm. first half and reaped benefits. And then, like you said, the second half, you no one wants to see it, but you, I think naturally the last 15, 10 minutes, you're going to sit back. I think mm. it's it, yeah, uh, you, there's nothing else to play. It's not like you're like 6 0 behind an aggregate mm. from the first leg type mm. of thing um, where you have to. So I think, which I'm, I'm not too bothered about. If we don't get injuries, mm-hmm. we don't get silly yellow red cards. Yeah. So. Yeah, 4-0, you're breezing, aren't you? Let's also put try to start putting to bed against the, this this thing that we've not beaten teams around us as well now. Because, you know, we we've we've Forest uh, Forest one of those teams around us that we aren't we aren't you know, we've now beat. We beat Brentford who are a team around us. So, you know, if we can do the same to to Bristol on on Sunday, then we pretty much you know, we lost against West Brom, but we didn't lose against Leeds. We lost against Preston, but everybody else was pretty much either drawn or beaten. So we are beating those teams around us now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we've just got to put our little mini run together, which is, which currently at this part of the season is probably the hardest part of the season as well, because the games are coming, as Gary Monk says, the games are coming thick and fast. The weather's a bit shitty. You don't get the best of weather. You know, let's, let's you know, if we can... Get get three points on 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 um, on on Sunday, then you know it stands as really good stead. And then after Christmas, can we start looking at the table? Well, yes, I've uh, I'm gonna uh, we'll be opening that uh, that Pandora's box in about a week's time uh, once I've got the okay from James Marriott that I'm allowed to talk about the league. Um, now, okay, so that was four nil. You know, wrapped up by half time as far as uh, well the game was concerned, and the Forest fans were concerned. Like you know, for the, for those who went home at half time, you didn't miss old lads. It was exactly the same. However, uh, Dave Ash brought up a player there who um, who says he's getting interest from a lot of other clubs. Now, I think this is a really interesting topic, given that Morgan Fox's form has has, has got better. Uh, given he's become a a championship quality fullback. Are there teams sniffing around him, or is this a ploy from his agent to try and get, um, to try and force a contract and or a, a, a move for him? I mean, do, do, well, it, Dave, if you were the, if you were Dave Ponchancieri and Gary Monk, would you would you give Morgan a contract, or uh, what do you think? In answer to the first part of your question, saying about is there other clubs looking around about him, you've got to think there is, and um, mm-hmm. the point of view of traditionally to get you know good quality solid fullbacks particularly left back it's, it's going to be it's going to be a hard thing to get because what you don't want is somebody that can't can't defend but you know is good going forward and you don't want somebody that's um only you know I get playing like a center half but at fullback so they only know how to defend but they don't add anything going forward fox with his confidence has brought both parts now I'm not saying his delivery is fantastic every single time but he gets himself forward and puts in crosses into the box. He's not always bursting to overlap past his full uh, of his his wide man and then leaving himself exposed at the back. He just he's solid and he's doing a really good solid job. So given the fact he's coming up 
towards the end of his contract, it would be daft to think that there aren't going to be a number of other clubs thinking, right, is there going to be anybody there in the market that's going to be coming up available on a free transfer that we could bring in that would do a solid job? Not necessarily his first choice, but with possibility of that. So from Wednesday's point of view, if you're Gary Monk or Mr. Chanceria or whoever negotiates these contracts, if we don't offer him a contract and we don't look to pay him down, what do we do if he does decide to go elsewhere? What have we got behind him that's, that could do the job that he's doing at the moment, if not better, unless you're going to start moving around like we've done before with Palmer into left-back? I don't think we've got necessarily a like-for-like replacement. I know Penny um, played at left-back a little bit. Um, I don't watch enough German second division football. If only we had somebody within the <laughs> podcast that did somewhere. Um, so I don't think Penny's necessarily sitting the Heather like uh, uh, in Germany, but he's a different type of player. Even if he does pick it up, he is more of that overlapping, to be honest, more of a winger playing as a fullback. Now, the boy at Charlton, when we played against them, they had a young boy at left back who did a cracking job doing that sort of role that if Penny could play. So you, you get Fox, you tie him down. And then you can then look to go, right, well, at the moment, the shirt's yours. It's yours to lose. Keep playing. Keep doing what you're doing. Now, if we can then find another to kind of compete with him as a, a like-for-like left-back, fab. But if we don't, we've got him there. And he deserves his contract. And he deserves uh, his place in the, the team at the moment. So hopefully, um, he feels the same way. I hope, as we've been speaking about Wednesday being that sort of club that certain players seem to have taken to, hopefully Fox has gone that way. The guy's been outstanding in terms of his professional nature to the club um, and he's got a lot of shite at times he has deserved at times he's not but you tie, you put the contract in front of him yes I don't doubt his agent is trying to ramp up talk to try and get a better contract offer there um, but yeah I would say he's he's one of those players that you put a decent contract in front of him um, and see what he wants to do if he wants to go elsewhere fine thanks for what you've done particularly in the last few weeks and months mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully he goes, yeah, I'll give you another couple of years. I like what we're doing here. Yeah, because I, um, I think it was Simon, actually. You said, you said it last week that um, – oh, by the way, Dave, I enjoyed that, by the way. Uh, your your suggestion for replacing the ex-Charlton fullback would be with Morgan Fox's replacement at Charlton. <laughs> <laughs> did, we not, did we not do that with Royce Wiggins and Morgan Fox anyway? <laughs> I think we did. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, yeah, Simon, you, you said it yourself, um, you know, Oh, God, I've absolutely forgot my point. What did you say last week, Simon? What were you saying? Oh, yeah, it's a really interesting... Um, <laughs> why is that absolute brain fart? Glad you listened to your I own said, podcast. I said, I said, Neil, Neil, don't do it there. You'll get caught. <laughs> <laughs> right, you were saying that this is, a, this is a really interesting transfer window because, as you said, it might be our last yes. one for a while. So... Uh, would we yeah, yeah. force our own hand into attempting to find ourselves a new fullback when we have one that's, let's say, capable? Um, would we mm. would be making would be making a rod for our own back by thinking, sod it, let's try and find another one? Let, what, you know what I mean? If you looked at twenty four months ago or eighteen months ago, you would look at that position and go, yes, we need to re- we, we we need to find somebody to replace the Morgan Fox of old. But we saw last year, probably after um, Joss left um, and the Cabbage Patch Wonder came in, and then into this season as well, that Morgan Fox has matured as a player and he's become a very, very good, accomplished player in that position. 
And and um, I think even his, he, I say with David, it, some of his crossing that have come in now, he, he seems to be have started to get the ability to cross a decent ball in as well. Um, look, look, the the guys on what eight eight nine grand a week. Would we say that that is a position where we need to replace a player? I, I would not. I would now say that we've got a player that we need to look at signing. And and as as Dave said, probably bring somebody in as cover. Um, but but he would be as a left back. He'd be your first name on the team sheet. You know, we've got to look at the players we've got now. And and going back to Dawson, you you've got to look at, at Cameron Dawson. And what what um, length uh, contract did Westwood sign? You know, when he re-signed at the start of this season. Was it just a, a year extension or was it two? I think it might be remember? just a year, but it doesn't seem to be was, I think one of the players that we keep mentioning. Because it two... I think it was two years, but <clears throat> then right, okay. with a year. It was right, two because, years then with a year extension. Right, okay, because we've also got to look at our high, high earners as well and looking at who we, we keep on and, and who we, we leave and... And and be a bit controversial. So we we discussed last week about not getting, you know, uh, direct messages calling me a tosser and stuff like that. So probably people agreed with me. But do we look <laughs> at look at the Kieran Westwood situation and saying, you know, we've got uh, Dawson really seems to be doing really well. We've had issues with Kieran Westwood. He's on thirty thousand pound a week. You know, do we look at that salary and say, really, that is that salary we can maintain? And maybe we look at is. You know, do we offload him? Because I'll be honest with you, have we missed him since since Dawson's come in? I would I would say that maybe Dawson has learned from what happened last season. Look, we were in a completely different situation, haven't we? With with the back four we've got and um, the manager we've got a different type of manager style to to the manager we had last season, who I think got sacked about this time last year as well, didn't he? Um, if you remember rightly, um, so so we have got to look at the players we've got. We talked about Fernando last week, and again, we didn't miss him at the weekend. Is he somebody we need to get off our books? Twenty-five thousand pound a week. I'm actually there was a there was a, a tweet today which lists uh, what what sort of money guy people are on, and um, you look at some of the high earners. Jacob Murphy, twenty-five thousand pound a week. It's good value, isn't it? Christ, I know, I know. And um, Moses Odebagio, three thousand three thousand pound a week. Of of Murphy's though, what what percent is that the percentage we're paying or what percentage? It, it says it says twenty five grand a week. I'm not sure what we're paying and what they're paying. Fifty quid, I think. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I tell you, what's actually interesting is that we've been <laughs> yeah a pie, a couple of pies. We've been uh, we've been talking uh, on this show all, all season, specifically this season, about how much our um, how in the past our recruitment has been crap. And how this time round it seems to be so much better. Mm-hmm. I think we've started to wheedle out. I mean, we've obviously had some great signings, like I offer. I think has been a hell of a signing. I actually quite like Luongo. I think he, I think he offers as a, a different dimension in terms of how our midfield, our quite well established midfield, have been well, set well, up. Well, Dan, uh, I Dan, think Dan, 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 Dan uh, I offer ten thousand pound a week. Luongo, ten thousand pound a week. These these guys aren't massive earners. They're not massive. Yeah, you know, they're, they're not massive earners compared to Desi, compared to Westwood. Um, Tom Lee's twenty five grand a week. Jordan Rose twenty one thousand pound a week. You know the the new guys we're bringing in are are on considerably less than some of the other guys. Um, 
you know, Harris, 12 grand a week, which, fucking hell, 12 grand a week to you and I and everything is a huge amount of money. But, you know, compared to the big earners, they're, they're on, you know, well under half of what the other guys are on. So so you're absolutely right. We, we've got a great recruitment. But did, um, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I might be wrong, but did Cabbage Patch Dollhead not bring yes. in some new recruitment guys? Was that part of what he did? Didn't he bring in some new scouts? Dave, you you know about this one, don't you? The one that brought it up before the uh, what, what was it, Dave? The um, panel? What was it? It was there was like a, a there was a specific team of people, wasn't there? There was definitely two guys he brought in, but mm. um, I can't I, I can't for the life of me think what the names were. But he had put those things in place, and I don't believe I, he obviously took his two Steves with him, but I don't think he took the rest of them uh, away with him. So they've stayed, they've actually them. stayed with us. I, I I think we spoke about it earlier uh, earlier on in the season. And they 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 have stayed with mm. us as you know in the in, in their roles, which uh, which I'm really happy with because for me it seems like there has been a uh, a proper football decision there from from Chansiri because sometimes his his lack of not being a football man can sometimes let let leave him open to be a little bit um, what what's the word people could take advantage of him for example Glenn Roder was part of a panel that we had and uh, I think chucked his toys out the pram because he essentially just wanted the manager's job and when he didn't get it bugger off yeah. you, you know what I mean yeah. now your your mentioning of the uh, of the wages and our, our outgoings is uh, is a great segue there Si. Oh, now Ash I want to come to you on this one uh, yeah Ash this this one's all yours this pal um oh what wages I'm, yeah I am an employed man yeah. you know that's the, the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still um Still, yeah, yeah. still. <laughs> who'd, have, who'd have thought it? Yeah, you, uh, I tell you what, you're like Fernando Forestieri, mate, just having Christmas off, isn't it? Isn't that how it works? <laughs> I'm pretty sure you did the same last year, you and your, you and your uh, short-term contract nonsense that you have. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Christmas, in it? Time of giving and everything. So. Well, that's it. You know, you hung well. Um, so, um, I'm going to read you the statement, and you'll know what I'm talking about straight away, Ash. So, we're, we're back on the finances. Uh, a statement read... We have sought to engage with the EFL in order to agree a sensible procedure to resolve the dispute arising from the fact that the club relied upon... South African, isn't yeah, This is my bloody <laughs> posh voice, this. That was Joe Cran. The club have relied upon representations from the EFL in relation to the sale transaction, which is subject of the charges. Now, as Simon said earlier, I know what all of those words mean. Um, but I, you know what I mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Because... Um, I, I tell you, what, what's actually quite interesting. I think it was the uh, it was the Guardian released an article that they found three companies that uh, that aren't doing shit all, but are all over our hoardings. No. One of them being Chancery. No. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, it's I only fucking four saying. years. But yeah. <laughs> in taxes, <laughs> well, in taxes. Well, apparently, yeah, D taxes, Chancery, and um, elevate, elevate, uh, elevate sports drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, yeah, I read that earlier today. And apparently, they're not concerned because they're a minute amount. They're not concerned because every other bloody team does it. <laughs> That's why they're not concerned. Uh, it's we. I think the the D taxes has been a, a running joke for a few years now, hasn't it? And, and all that, like so. Well, the fact it uh, said coming soon, every, every man coming is, soon, it said yeah. when it goes round, you're like Neil Shipley taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Coming most likely to. <laughs> Hang on, let me uh, let me write that down. That's going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Neil Shipperly taxes. <laughs> oh, God, it's like Babs Cabs. <laughs> Babs Cabs. Babs Cabs. Oh, okay, so, so right then. So uh, we changed our tack on this, didn't we? we um, now, we changed our tack. We, we said, we're going, to, we're going to fight this. We're, we're not taking any of your shit lying down. And then uh, this week we've gone, well, what we tried to do actually was um, we were trying to work with the EFL, and they're not having fucking any of it. So, uh, so it's their fault. Like, have, have, did you notice that? Ash? Did you see I, that yeah. changing? Yeah, no, I, I like the first. I think it was one of the first statements that come out, and uh, it said something like, "We've basically we've got an email saying that uh, yeah, we've done everything above board. Uh, we've got paper to prove it. We've got emails. We've got letters and all this." Uh, actually, we don't think we have. Um, and we'll try and uh, settle out and and be buddy buddy and uh, and try and basically yeah not go through the rigmarole of what we're going through now. And uh, they've just shoved two fingers up and then goes, "Nah, we're going for it." Um, I think we all we all I think we discussed a bit last week and said that you're never going to get the full or no the full ins and outs, of course. But for, for Chansey to turn around and say, look, basically, we're going to sue you, I think we all thought, he's got something. He, he knows something. Uh, and then, um, yeah, the, the events of what's happened over the next last three days. Um, yeah, it's a funny one. I don't, I don't know. I don't really know where I sit on it, to be honest. Um, uh, he's, he's obviously, he's obviously got the money. Yeah. He's obviously got the money and he... he feels and I've, I think he's a very I think he's a very principled guy might be his culture or uh, uh, things like that but um, for him to be or come across in other statements so confident in in us being right or him being right shall we say um, and have the correct paperwork the correct permissions from the EFL or whoever saying everything you've done is above board uh, and for obviously us to get to court and yeah, for us to try and say, well, we could have sorted this out or could we sort this out behind closed doors? Um, I think he's he probably trying to bluff and maybe he's been caught out. I don't know. Uh, uh, I of don't, course, I we don't. don't know. But... I think reading, reading, I've just got the, the the statement up from the other night, and it it seems to me that they've they've tried to actually go to the EFL. This is what I'm, I've got my blue and white tinted spectacles on here. Um, <laughs> and and it seems to be that they've 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 tried to get, approach the AFL and say, "Come on, lads, let's let's try and sort this out amicably." You know, we've got some information here. You've got some information there. Let's just sit down and talk about it because we seem to have talked about it before. You put us under a soft embargo. Um, we work with you this, that, and the other, and we came out, you know, at the end of it, and everybody seems to be more than happy. And now you now you're saying, "I'm not happy." Um, and and we want to have a chat to you about it. Let's have a chat. And the EFL gone fuck you and shut door on the shut door in the face, which is a bit like what they did with Bury, wasn't it? They expelled Bury from the football league and then wouldn't actually talk to Bury afterwards because mm-hmm. they were no longer a member of the EFL because the mm-hmm. EFL had thrown them out. But Bury wanted to. Talk. It, it was just madness. And it, this seems to be the same that and the club of. You know, the, the, it says regrets that the, the EFL have so far refused to uh, agree to the club being permitted to make its claim. So the club want to say, look, we've got, we want to stand up here and say, 
no, this is the reason why we've done this. And the EFL go, no, we're not. No, la, 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 la. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. You know, we're just going to fucking top, take points off you. And you know, we all know what's going to happen here. It's going to it's going to end up going to a court of law. And we're 18 months down the line. We're still going to be waiting on what's going on. Um, and the only people who are going to make money out yeah. of it is solicitors, which we mentioned last week. Um, what, what, the EFL aren't willing to sit down and talk to, to Wednesday. And Wednesday are actually are, 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 we're airing our dirty laundry, dirt, dirty underwear um, in public here, aren't we? We're actually saying. And to be honest, I'm quite happy with this because how many times have we said we don't know what the fuck's going on? What the fuck's going on? The club are actually saying we're trying to talk to the EFL, but they won't talk to us. So what are we supposed to do? Mm-hmm. So I, uh... yeah, well, exactly right. Now this this story, Dave, seems to be a lot about loopholes. Now it seems like that the EFL, uh, in some roundabout way, have got a little bit of egg on their face because they've introduced these sanctions, these fit and proper person tests, and and you know the you know you have to pass a test now, a financial test, see if you can take over a football club. They've brought in these these rules of how much money you're allowed to lose and make over a certain amount of time in within the Football League. And then a few clubs, ourselves, Derby County, have ended up lo- making them look a little foolish, do you, do you think? And that's that's why they've got such a Neil Shipperley on for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, do, you know, do you, do you reckon there's an element of them trying to cover up a mistake that they've made? I, 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 it's one of two things in terms of either they don't know their own rules or they never ruled, they never read them properly when they penned them and then signed them off. Mm-hmm. It could be both, to be honest. And I think the problem is because of because they've created these rules and now they're trying to uh, impose them and and the the the, the, um, the punishments on teams and they break these rules. And other teams are going to look at them when with the rules as they are set and go, no, hang on, that doesn't read that way. That's open to interpretation. And you'll get this in any sort of anything where there's going to be a legal argument on things, it comes down to sort of you know perception and interpretation of the rules. And if the rules aren't wrote very well, then you're, you're going to end up eventually going, well, we think it says that. And the EFL are going to go, no, 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 what it actually means is this. And we're, I think Ty's right. It's going to end up with a situation where if the, if the, if the EFL and Wednesday or any of these teams, because this is, this is it's us right now, but if the EFL is successful, they've got to go after all the other teams. It's only fair. Um, it's going to come to a head where eventually it's going to get put in front of a court, and there's going to be stated case or stated law saying, "Look, this is what the rules mean, and you're all getting punished." Or um, it's going to get put in front of a judge, and they're going to go, "That's not what the rules mean, and everything needs to get thrown out. The rules need to be rewritten in a way that's transparent and clear." And then it goes forward from that point. But it's it's just it's murky and it's muddy and it's unnecessary. But unfortunately, it's us that's testing the water with it, mm-hmm. and at least. If you've got somebody like Chancery, who, as has been said, is a principled man, um, seems to be a man that believes strongly in what he does. I, I don't doubt that's just his character, but in what he's done in business, he's not going to go around going, oh, well, I made a bit of fuck with that. He's been quite proud mm. with decisions he's made footballing-wise, but with probably little knowledge, and he's had, to, he's had to have his fingers burnt and learn his lessons there. I think he's probably, when we're coming to interpretation of written rules and laws, he's probably more switched on with that than he is with uh, the, the ins and outs of football. And I hope his, his, his confidence is, is well-founded and, his, and this could end up making the EFL look really, really stupid. The problem we've got is if it doesn't go that way, the EFL are going to definitely go 
I don't think the the, the, the rules say what the maximum punishment will be. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think you'll see if if it went against us a record fine stroke points deduction in terms of what Wednesday's done. Oh, it's gonna. This is gonna be the Paolo Di Canio situation all yes. over again. Yeah. Like we've, you know, nobody's ever attacked the referee before. So you know, uh, what, what, what well, do you get banned for on that? <laughs> well, we've got we've got a, a football league here who, um, over the last eighteen months, have actually proved themselves to be not fit for purpose, haven't we? They've got the Bury issue, and they've they've just tonight um, docked six points from Macclesfield Town for pleading guilty charges of non-payment at wages and, and, and not fulfilling the fixtures against crew. So they've taken six points off a team who aren't paying the players and now they're going to prosecute a team who've got more money than a lot of teams in any of the leagues who want to spend money on the team, but they're not allowing us to spend money. So if you don't spend money on the team and you don't pay your players, you get points taken off. And if you spend money on your team... Then you get you get penalised and take points off. The, 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 it's just farcical. It, it, it's wrong, and we spoke about this last week, wasn't it? That this was it thirty million in the current climate isn't enough. And somebody else, I remember reading a tweet the other day that it, it, it's 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 making it even more difficult to get into the Premiership unless you're on um, parachute payments or. You go shit or bust for a year, and somehow you manage to go up, like Wolves yeah. did, and like Villa did, you know, and like Brighton yeah. did, you know, and 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 those that fuck up or it isn't done quite right, then you get penalised because we keep still keep forgetting that Chan Siri is probably in the top ten, fifteen of Richie's chairman in the whole of all the football leagues, including the Premiership, but he's not allowed to spend his money because of these rules. So it, it's. It's madness, and and we's going to be able to employ better lawyers than the EFL because he's got more money. So they're going to find these loopholes, is what David was talking about. Absolutely, absolutely. And I feel like I'm going to be talking about this bloody subject. There's going to be a new. <laughs> it's going to give us something to talk about every single week. Wait, wait time, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. We've done, we've done 54 minutes. Does anybody have any other business? <laughs> It's been it's been a quiet week, other than being really excited about Jordan Rhodes' hat trick, hasn't it? I, th- I think that's it. I've been having a proper Neil Shipley about Jordan Rhodes. I've not looked anywhere else uh, for. Uh, I tell you what, I was going to do actually. I was going to uh, replace all the swear words with Jordan Rhodes going, "Yeah," because you can't help but love him. You know what I mean? He's just so bloody lovely, isn't he? But um, coming up on Sunday, as you mentioned before, Dave, can I trouble you for a score prediction versus the Robins of Bristol? 2-0, Sheffield Wednesday. Ash? 4-0, uh, Sheffield Wednesday, Rhodes hat-trick, <laughs> uh, Fletcher gets the fourth before half-time, yeah. and uh, then we all leave at half-time. Oh, Back then. on the M32, <laughs> five minutes in. Yes. All right, what about you, Simon? Uh, I'm that- trying to look where the M32 is in relation to Hillsborough, to be honest. <laughs> 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 it's fucking out to right track. Um... Junction 32. Ah, Junction, 30. Junction, 30. Junction 32. Um, I'd like 4 0 up at half time because I've got a ferry to catch at 5 o'clock from Hull. Um, but uh, I'm going 3 1 Wednesday. I'd like to see Rhodes get yeah. one. I think if we play Luongo again, he'll get one. And I think Fletch will just basically nod one in again because Fletch it will score in every game now until the end of the season. 
<clears throat> well, yeah, I'm yes. pretty sure that, that is the rule. But um, yes. yeah, I think I think we will. I think it'd be difficult for City to come up there and try and get take something from us. However, yeah. <laughs> uh, Lee Johnson does play some uh, some nice football down at Bristol City. Not for everybody, but you know, I think it's uh, it's it's got potential to be a right old ding dong lunchtime kickoff on Sunday. Thanks a lot for joining us, Dave. If anybody wanted to get hold of you and your mid your memes, where can they find you? <laughs> Well, it means nothing to me if anybody wants to do hey. that. Hey! Hey! Uh, if they did, I, I believe, is it it's still at Monty Dangerous? I, I, yeah, if you put that in, you'll probably find me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if you find it, if you find it, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll have a look at something. Uh, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley, have you uh, have you had any online vitriol just yet? No, no, I haven't. I, I don't. I, I think people must be spelling my uh, Twitter name wrong, uh, or. They absolutely love me and agree with everything I say and think I'm brilliant. So if you disagree with Ash, that's Ashley Rogers <laughs> on Twitter. I will, t- I will tag him in the link for this uh, for this show. Make sure you follow him and, uh, you know, call him Anil Shipley or something like that. You know what I mean? Or, or, or Dan, or uh, highly unlikely, actually nobody listens to this. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we, got, we, got just, we got 540 downloads in a day last week. Oh yeah, oh, bloody hell! Oh, yeah. oh, well, Come in, you'd be serious. surprised how many, hey. you'd be surprised how many <laughs> people think you're not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. You, you'd be, honestly, you'd be surprised how many people think you're not bad that don't that, that just listen to the show <laughs> and then don't oh, go on right. Twitter and, and call you a, a, a sex offender. It's really well, I interesting. Be, I must be the only bloke then that actually is wanting that. Please just, <laughs> just because. I, I have a lot of spare time on my hands because I don't know if you know, but I am employed. Is it? Is um, it? Yeah, we're going to. You are the Fernando so, Forestieri of this podcast. Yeah, aren't you? yeah, yeah. Christmas so off. if you've got if you've got nothing else better to do, yeah, just send me some crap over and I'll laugh or cry or or just <laughs> sit in my smoking jackets drinking my cognac, wearing nothing else like Neil Shipley does. And what about? That's <laughs> Uh, do you actually, sorry we've been on about it all 58 minutes of it but yeah. it, it was he was actually sat in his van weren't it and a woman and her daughter were crossing the road oh. have, you, have you actually read no, it no i haven't have you actually read oh, what no. actually happened so he was actually in his van he was in his van and uh, this woman and her i think she was 17 year old daughter was actually crossing the road and uh, he had his uh, uh, his old man up against the window and he was uh, yeah, while they were crossing in front of his van, apparently. I think, I, I think they thought that he was waving them across the road really quickly, and then. <laughs> <laughs> did it have? Did it have a heated windscreen? Because putting oh putting it against cold glass might have a slightly opposite effect. Yeah, I can imagine it coming up. You know, like that scene with the song in Dumber. Like Dumber Dumber. Listen, I, I feel I feel legally obliged to say, uh, allegedly, yes. uh, through all of this, allegedly, we, don't, yeah. we don't know enough of the facts. So what we're going to do is make up a load of shit stories uh, to make it funnier. So uh, you know, don't if you are, if you are listening, South Yorkshire Police, sort out sort out exiting the stadium. Have a chat with the council because you know this, this crap. You've got better things to do with your time. And what about yourself, Simon? What, how do we get hold of you, brother? Um, uh, yeah, I'm on Twitter. I am Simon Jixer, Gixer one thousand. Yeah, please get hold of me on Twitter. This is my last one before Christmas because I'm away next week. Um, so have a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, everybody out there. 
Uh, and uh, we'll speak to you in the new year. And let's hope we get uh, six points over Christmas. That'd be great. Well, don't forget then, obviously, Simon, next time you're on, we'll be able to look at the league. Uh, <laughs> if you, uh, I, don't, I don't know. This will probably be the last one before Christmas. So as Simon says, I hope you have all a great Christmas. And um, I'll be in the little mess with Dinnington on Boxing Day evening. So if you want to come and uh, call Ash and Nobed, then crack on. I'll see you there. Thanks a lot for joining us. And we'll see you real soon. Keep up to date with the Wednesday Week on Twitter at TWWCast or on our website, thewednesdayweek.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points back of the net. Lubosh! Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.